This is this the, is the Legs, Legs and Eggs Podcast, starring Fupa Jones, Heather, Heather, Clemstown, and Sarah Zeruthless. Welcome to the Legs and Eggs Podcast. I'm Sarah the Ruthless, here with Fupa Jones, Clum Stump, and Heather. Um, so today I went to a, it was like a green rainbow party meeting that I was invited to online because I tried to start a green rainbow chapter here on the Cape like three years ago. But I couldn't really get any support because most people um, associate the Green Rainbow Party with just Jill Stein. But anyways, they were basically talking about what is going on, like in our country. And they broke down certain things like class warfare, how much money we're spending needlessly on wars, what countries we are most deployed at and have bases set up and how many of them there are how much waste goes into that and consumption and things like that and then they were talking basically about like the global warming crisis and how much the ice caps have melted down even more and how much the sea level has risen they had a few different speakers. There was one guy that was there and he was wearing a fanny pack strapped across his chest. He started <laughs> singing an anti-slavery song in the middle of it and apologized because he was coming off of antidepressants. Oh boy. <laughs> I was like, are you sure that's, <laughs> that's all you're coming off of? But I just thought it was funny. And then some other guy came on and he was like, I don't know, he looked like a fucking like like if Robert De Niro was a hippie and had on a bucket hat with buttons all over it. And, um, Wait, which which age De Niro? Which era De Niro? I would say um, current De Niro, like a fuller face and older man. Like sexy grandpa? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, one of the points I made, because what they did was they broke us into groups and they had the people online and they would have like five people per group and they would discuss the topics that were most important to you, things like that. And, you know, I thought it would be like about coming to conclusions or solutions because I'm like, I feel like if you're already here, you should already know what's been going on. But like, no, there were people like, you know, I have a seven month old baby and like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so that's, that's going to help with the carbon tax. So yeah, it's like, I, I listened to everyone. I was actually the timekeeper for my personal group. And I don't think they really appreciated my ideas because, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> because, you know, they're pacifists and I'm not, I'm not a violent person, but I believe in your right to defend yourself. So I do believe in my second amendment rights, which cover if you're in a tyrannical government, you have a right to revolution. So those were my ideas, just bringing back the old and musty. But, you know, it's shit nobody wants to do because it's out of their comfort zone. But the thing is, I'm like, look, you can stand outside with a fucking sign all day and no one will listen to you just like they haven't since the beginning of time. 
But now there's rubber bullets and pepper spray involved, even if you're standing there peacefully. So there's another element that stands in between you getting your message across to people. And I said, aside from that, I remember with the Occupy movement, how it was all about hippies shitting in Central Park versus what they were actually there for to do. So if the media is going to misconstrue any dissident groups, that with the militarized police and brutality, yeah, I'm kind of like, so what are the solutions to that? Because basically we need to get to the big fucking problem, which is we have to tear down things and the structure as we know it because it doesn't reflect the populace it doesn't reflect the voice of the actual people you know everybody was you know more concerned with you know well i contribute every day by gardening shit like that and i'm like no like we need to basically break down our system and find a way to stop doing things that feed the machine because capitalism is the rotten core of everything you know the hippies were talking about how you know well there's all these natural resources but they're all contaminated because they're taken over by privatized corporations and so i'm like yeah so you know no one should be paying for natural resources those are ours to use it costs nothing to generate electricity i don't care fucking what kind you use it doesn't cost anything to generate but third-party corporations want to get paid and say that they're providing you a service that's fucking capitalism that's why everyone's in the shitter it's not that's just on the small scale but that's in every fucking facet of our lives right now so they're like all right so how do we fix the homelessness crisis <laughs> they don't want to fix that it benefits them and then they'll have private corporations even from other countries that we owe money to buying up properties for cheap and setting up their airbnbs here and they just sit there and we have people living in the streets in every fucking city and it's getting worse and worse so basically that was my interesting day it was about four hours long um i didn't expect that i thought it would be two are you legit mad Fupa? what are you legit mad no okay I wanted to revisit an old news article. In 2014, a man was notorious for masturbating with slices of cheese in his car. <laughs> and it was like a real thing. I've found more than one news articles about it. And there's also one printed with him with a slice of cheese with his pants down. I totally heard that story. <laughs> so I just, I want to know. <laughs> this happened in 2014, but um, I kind of want to know what happened to the Swiss cheese masturbator that was like the notorious Swiss cheese masturbator in Philadelphia. I don't know. Where is he now? Is he still masturbating in his car with cheese? Where was he masturbating in Philadelphia? That's what I want to know. And I also want to know if it was just Swiss. <laughs> And I swear to God, when I heard that story years ago, so 2014, 
I said, did he use more than one kind of cheese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like maybe dude's poking holes in his fucking cheddar. Well, I mean, Munster could work. Yeah. You know? Anyways, his name is Christopher Pagano. And um, he made headlines <laughs> in January of 2014 for allegedly driving around Mayfair, exposing himself to women, asked them to pleasure him with Swiss cheese. <laughs> Prosecutors did not release details of the fourth incident, except to say that Pagano's alleged harassment included using processed cheese when he approached victims. <laughs> oh, maybe he changed to Velveeta. You know the Philly cheesesteak <laughs> tastes better with processed cheese. Or maybe a little cheese. Maybe some cheese whiz. He was in Philadelphia, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't That's that what they use? The cheese yeah. whiz? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to eat a Philly cheesesteak again. <laughs> so the biggest fucking like downer to this whole story about the Swiss cheese masturbator is that he was married and has a 10-year-old daughter. And then the best part of this article from 2014, his next court date is slated for April Fool's Day. <laughs> uh. Like, I just want to know if he's still in jail or if he's still, you know, cruising with the cheese. store and buy a bunch of dicks and take them home and wrap them up and bring them to your house can you get open them and see all the dicks and then you'll say you got me a bunch of dicks One of the things I learned about, like, Westboro Baptist Church, they don't make their money from private donations. They make their money through going to protests, and they are all civil rights lawyers. So anytime anyone tries to stop them, they sue the city or place that they're protesting, and they get tons of money from doing that. Oh, you should be doing that. I did not know that. They're all fucking each other, aren't they? They have to be. I mean, I know they're all like brother and sister, but they're all fucking, right? There's only 56 members and um, two daughters left because they realized they were in a cult. We should have them on to confirm that they were all fucking. Yeah. It it has to be that way. Well, I think like even the oldest member was a civil rights attorney when Martin Luther King was around. So they have a long history of being like prolific lawyers in Kansas, which, you know, who knows what type of education they have. But aside from that, like they're whatever scheme they got going on, though, it's working out for them because, you know, they just go and fucking hold up their signs and, you know, make people feel like shit about an already shitty situation. I didn't know they only had 56 members. 56 members that are worldwide known for being just nuisances and scumbags. 
that's actually pretty impressive. So what could the four of us do? Ah, well, that was a good one. Uh, I don't know about that, but have you heard about them corduroy pillows? They're take they're making headlines. Uh, what's a Welflesian's favorite holiday? Halloween, cause they like to pumpkin. Ah, uh, what's what has nine arms and socks? Def Leppard. Woo. So, what does Pink Floyd and Dale Earnhardt have in common? Their last hit was The Wall. I remember that was like a thing in the 90s to like hump random things. Like, you know, if they had like a cardboard cutout set up at the movie theater, I would hump it. Or like, give it Hasselhoff at Zombies, I'm humping that. Everybody shit. did do that in the 90s. Yeah. Every at least third picture on everyone's fucking camera roll was of a humping or, um, yeah. yeah, or yeah, you would just like assimilate anal sex on a friend, even your clothes on. You know, that's why you need to be among the enlightened few who just really <laughs> accept sex all the time. It's more than sex positive. It's sex constant. There's no consent. There's no asking. There's no attraction. There's just penetration and orgasms and semen and eggs and maybe making babies and maybe a ton of abortions. But everybody's happy. And it's like the Matrix, but with fucking... Is, is this a no loads refused cum dump? Yeah, they don't even know that there are loads to be refused. Take <laughs> <laughs> that next level. Yeah, I know. Oh no! All the while, oh, no. all this humping is going on. Everyone's afraid of AIDS. <laughs> right? Exactly. No one's afraid of AIDS anymore. No, at this point, you've leveled up. You're above AIDS. No, but in the 90s, we were still afraid of AIDS while everyone was going around humping everything. Hold on. No, I'm in sexual zen. Me and Sting up here are, like, lording over the AIDS. Okay, well, Bluey Balls Jones, I'm down here with Magic Johnson discussing AIDS. You're down where with Magic Johnson discussing AIDS? (laughs) Jesus Christ, do I have to come rescue you? But I want to know if anyone was humping their friend's ass, if they actually got any gratification with all of their clothes on. I mean, it depends on the friend. Yes, so. Look, I, I went to a I went to a magnet arts high school for my junior and senior year, and like it was just constant dry humping. Yeah, I can't see life without it. Honestly, like I have like humped. A Han Solo and Boba Fett cut out before. <laughs> like, not, not just moments, but I've humped a lot of things that were really unnatural. <laughs> Because 
Instead of not. Without porn, of course. I'm a 14-year-old man. Stay away from porn. It will break your dick. You'll develop porn-induced erectile dysfunction. That means you can only get hard from porn. Real-life women won't do it for you anymore. You'll be left sad with a limp dick. The thing is... Why would you fap if you're not looking at porn? Look, you can do what you want, but that temptation would be there. So long as you're not doing three to five times a day, not doing it to escape your problems, and only do it a few times a year. I would prefer that you try not to fap and abstain and have sexual relations with a real human being, because sex is so much more rewarding than masturbation. You don't want to be so self-indulgent that you focus on fapping instead of being with a real-life human being. We have men in their 20s who are having erectile dysfunction issues. Trust me, not being able to rise to the occasion when you want to have sex with someone you love is a worse feeling than having to abstain. Porn is something that no one of any age should be allowed to indulge in. I have researched a lot about porn and I could give you an infinite list of the problems it causes and that I personally experienced. Problems such as poor concentration and confidence, social anxiety, etc. On the other hand, masturbating without porn is up to each person. In my case, I abstain from both because every time I masturbate or fuck, I feel I lose that energetic, dominant, or powerful me. I don't know how to say it. I tried to do it with control, but certainly nothing like the effects of porn. It would be amazing if you started to stop watching porn at your age. You don't know how much trouble and time you would save by stopping now. Cubes. What are y'all saying? Uh, Brady Bunch episodes. Oh my God! Pork chops and applesauce. Yeah. The vase, the basketball with the or the ball with the yeah. Vase. The cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the one when Bobby comes home and he's got the hair tonic. Oh yeah. Oh, and I like the Hawaii one. Wasn't that a two episode special? Yeah, it was, and Vincent yeah. Price was on it. Yep, yep, yep. Fuck yeah. You know which other one was good? Which one? 
the one where Bobby wants to be Jesse James. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I God. like when um he becomes the hall monitor and he starts being a Nazi to everyone. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Today, on Senior Citizen's Arrest. One Friday afternoon, it was lunch rush at the local deli. There was a long line. In walks Phyllis, a senior citizen, who decides to cut everyone in line and yells, Can I get a pound of honey ham? A man in line, flabbergasted, says, Excuse me, ma'am. You need to get in line. She waves her arthritic finger at the deli clerk and is ignored. Out of nowhere, a caped crusader appears tackling the woman to the ground. People in line cheer. Ah! Yeah! Fucking bitch! Ma'am, you are being placed under senior citizen's arrest. You've committed the ultimate crime of cutting in line just because you're old. Lock her up and throw away the key. We don't need your kind around these parts. SCA takes Phyllis to the station where she resisted taking a mugshot and was shot on sight. Get the fuck off my lawn. I was just at the supermarket and I'm finally at my fucking breaking point with you nasty people. I saw two things that made me want to gag. Kool-Aid yogurt and Fruit Loop flavored milk. What the fuck is wrong with you fucking people? That is fucking disgusting. Stop it. Just stop it. The Swiss cheese masturbator has an Instagram account. Oh <laughs> my goodness. How many followers? 542. He's about to have 543. <laughs> uh, 44. Um, Do I just look up Swiss cheese masturbator? <laughs> no, it's a Chris Pagano. And you have to um, also type Wait a Philadelphia. I know that guy. I went to college with that guy. Did not. No, I did. That would be a great fucking story if you did. I requested to follow him. Okay, he was only given probation after pleading guilty. Oh. (laughs) The pictures don't lie. It shows him. (laughs) If he hadn't have pled guilty, he would have done 25 years in jail. Holy. What did he end up doing? Probation. Some cheese. He harassed four women that reported him on top of doing what he was doing alone in his car. So I I, I just want to be clear. I want to, I got some questions. Like, so if I just like have sex with some cheese in my fridge right now, like I'm cool, right? Yeah. No one's going to come get me. Yeah. Privacy in your own home. Like you're not like in the parking lot of your building being like, hey, can you jerk me off with this slice of cheese? You do need consent. <laughs> I think you do. Yes. I want to know what the specific gratifying factor of using the cheese is. I don't know. I feel like, and I'm going to say, I feel like Swiss cheese is not as giving as other cheeses. 
Is it mozzarella or like um, provolone <laughs> a little more silky? They're a little more tender. <laughs> They're more yeah, like is it Swiss a little more a little more rigid? Or stick your dick in a fucking package of feta. No, the problem is I am actually thinking about fucking different cheeses and raking their fuckability. How about we talk about Xander Bogart's hoopa? <laughs> okay, yeah. So go, Heather. What are you thinking? What's your take here? I'm thinking High and Bloom is a fucking idiot. They pay these ridiculous contracts to some people, like David Price. Contract was absurd. That wasn't Bloom, but... Okay, it was not Bloom. That was Dave Dombrowski. But aren't you supposed to learn lessons from past GMs? So you see what Dave Dombrowski did in some of the bad deals. They lost Mookie Betts. They lost Xander Bogarts. They let them go to free agency. They didn't trade them uh, they didn't they traded mookie bets nah they should have signed mookie bets well yes they should have okay that's my point they should have kept mookie bets they should have kept xander bogarts what the fuck are they doing i don't understand these aren't players that are just players they're beloved the fans love them they're great players they bring good vibes again i know it was dave dombrowski spends all that money on David Price, who was just a step below Kyrie Irving in We Hate That Guy. Like, he was an asshole. Oh, no, I I hate David Price. Don't don't get me wrong. And then Chris Sale, I was so excited for. And none of this has been his fault. Uh, But if you're from a baseball point of view, bad signing. They they also traded for him, and then the, they extended him. Chris Sale supposedly is a great guy and a great no. teammate. Well, <laughs> kind of a nut job. He's a little bit of a nut job, like when he like cut up a, a jersey in Chicago. But, well, he's done some other things too, but. right? But he he also like does some really nice stuff for players. And when he was in the minors doing his rehab, like he's supposedly a really nice guy when it comes to that kind of stuff like he's not a superstar diva whatever oh yeah yeah but it hasn't worked out why would you let xander bogarts go and they're gonna fuck up Raphael devers they're gonna have to blow it up and that's fine with me um high blue isn't in control of anything the owners are mookie betts was dictated by the owners xander bogarts was dictated by the owners in fact the final negotiations, the owners negotiated directly with Xander's agent, Scott Boris. And that was a weird, ridiculous contract that the Padres offered him. And really, that was an absurd I'm contract. glad that the Red Sox wouldn't match that. I don't mind them not signing him for that. One, he's been great. Thank you for all those years. He is on the decline. He's not even a passable defensive shortstop anymore. His slugging has gone down drastically. All of his stats have been buoyed by hitting in Fenway. He's going into a park that's not great for hitters. He's not going to be that great. So I get not wanting to spend that money. Also, I don't see him as like a beloved Red Sox or a beloved. Like, yeah, he's great. It's been around for a while, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't on the level that Mookie Betts was for me. I don't think of him as like an all-time great. So losing him doesn't really bother me that much. What bothers me is that it didn't need to get this far. They had exclusive exclusive negotiating rights with him, and they just decided that it wasn't worth it. 
to get in just to eat a bunch of fried food. I live by Coney Island, right? And every time I'm there, I am sure that the Coney Island Amusement Park is better than the Barnstable County Fair. But I'm like, this is no Barnstable County Fair. You have a corn dog. You get to hold a baby chicken. <laughs> life. You don't have to pay to get into Coney Island. Yeah, it's a weird place. We should all go there. Yeah, it's fun. I don't like rides, though. Neither do I. Oh, good. Then I'm in. It's kind of hard to understand. I don't know. And it's right on the beach. And you can buy alcohol. Oh, count me in. It's also not hard to just bring your own alcohol. Or whatever sort of drugs you want. Yeah. Because they don't give a shit down there. You could probably get any assortment of drugs down there. 
I wouldn't trust them. Because like that, if I was to sell drugs, I would pick a location like that in the summer because there's like a lot of foot traffic. Yeah, but you gotta hand out cards because you gotta have the real legit stuff. No, it's like the guy that used to hand, hang out over at Four Seasons. Just when you'd walk out of it, he'd be like, cocaine? <laughs> I don't know that guy. I think that guy was before my time. Might have been. Look, no one tries to sell me drugs ever. Okay? No one's ever tried to sell me drugs. Oh, yeah, no, all the time. I, I live in New York. They're just like cocaine. No, when I was in college, it was you go, you walk through Washington Square Park, and it's like buzz, buzz, trips and weed, trips and weed, buzz, buzz. So that was a joke among all us, knowing not to buy any drugs in Washington Square Park. Not that we did any drugs anyway. So there was this girl in my class and I don't know why she always mispronounced things. Like she always said like curfus instead of cursive. But um, we were in like science class or biology or something like that. And she was like, Mr. Hammond, would a coyo eat a flounder? (laughs) 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 And she didn't really know how to answer it. And no one else really knew what a koya was. Where was she from? She wasn't from here. She was. She she was in Harwich because she would be like, "Hey, you want to come over my house? I got a horse. Got what? A horse instead of a horse. Uh, so her parents her parents were from somewhere else because we don't say coyote. I say coyote. Yeah. I always say coyotes now, but I knew it was wrong. Northeast people say coyote, but in like, I believe the West, they actually do say coyote. Well, what the fuck is a coyote? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I thought you were saying is coyote. Yeah. A coyote. (laughs) I can't even do it. You do it again, Sarah. But a coyote in a flounder. Wait, phonetically, it's coyote. C-O-Y-O-T-E. That's phonetic. Maybe she was phonetic. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a nice way of putting it. I'm just impressed you could last four hours at a meeting that Jill Stein was at. Well, whenever she (laughs) talked, I did something else, except for when she was procuring those flow charts that I sent to you. And I know she's doing that because... She gets discredited, and her voice is wicked annoying, by the way. (laughs) But she was actually using those charts to back up what she was talking about, and they're factual, so I'm not... It's not any, like, anti-vax talk or any of that. Yeah, I just hate her personally. Yeah, and that's fine. I get it. Like, I hate all politicians, so I don't care. (laughs) As a woman with an annoying voice, I'm not going to knock her voice. Stop it. I feel like Elizabeth Warren's voice is way worse. And she looks like the puppet from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, like the drunk in the museum. Well, that's appropriate because she is a puppet. Yeah, like Lady Lady Elaine Fairchild. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what she's like. Holy shit. 
Yeah, her voice annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, it's wicked bad. So it's like, I don't know. Her whole thing annoys the fuck out of me. She annoys the fuck out of me. Most of the time when politicians talk, I think it's wicked annoying. Anyway, (laughs) like any of them. I don't know, like, I don't care either way. Like, I'm like, whatever, you're just telling me shit I want to hear next. Sarah don't care. Sarah don't give a fuck. She gives no fucks, zero fucks. No fucks! No fucks given. I ain't scared. She ain't afraid of no ghosts. She didn't refuse a load. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Remember those, oh. those, like, white trash lighters they were selling in, like, the 90s that said, ain't scared? Was there a Calvin pissing on it? Yeah. Any questions about, you know, the uh, Green Rainbow Hippie Party? Did anybody actually have a solution to anything? Or exactly. was it just no, they did not. about everything? They did not. They were. They were. They were. They were talking about, like, facts that everybody already knows, I think. And that was my main bone of contention. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows what's wrong. Yeah, what are we doing to solve it? Which is why I was like, I think that we need to exercise our right to revolution. But I'm talking to a bunch of pacifists, so it's like, I don't know what to tell them. The only way anything is going to get fixed is if you just tear it down and start over again. There's no fixing anything. The government and the politicians are just so out of control. I don't necessarily think all of them go into it that way like some of them probably like truly do want to change stuff but once you're in the system you can't change anything no because it's like it's so corrupt like in every facet even the judicial system even like basic fucking shit like why are cops militarized that's not necessary it's not no but even so i guess something i'm is- taking a dump <laughs> <laughs> it's a news dump Dear neighbor, hi, my name is Joyce S. I live here locally, and I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses. I hope you have just a moment to read my letter. And of course, I hope you're doing well. I imagine you have your own beliefs. I certainly respect that. In some time in your life, you've probably wondered, will suffering ever end? The human family has suffered greatly from wars, poverty, disasters, crime, injustices of all kinds, sickness, and death. And now, we must add random shootings to the long list. Heartbreaking. Will it ever end? The comforting answer is yes, and very soon. If you have a Bible, I hope you can look up a few scriptures to see what I mean. They're really encouraging. There, God says, The wicked one will be no more, but the meek, teachable themselves, will possess the earth, and they will find their exquisite delight in the abundance of peace. Psalm 37, 10, 11, and 29. But for how long? After God removes wickedness and suffering, the earth will be transformed into a global paradise. Then people will be able to live forever in perfect health and happiness and peace. God will wipe out every tear from their eyes, and death will be no more. Neither will mourning, nor outcry, nor pain be any more. Revelation 21.4 Even death will yield to God. There is going to be a resurrection of both the righteous and the unrighteous. Acts 24.15 Many believe that all good people go to heaven. 
While a very small number of people do have a heavenly calling, most will be resurrected back to earth to be with their families. Yes, it's all in the Bible. How will God and his son, Jesus Christ, do this? If you'd like to learn more, everything is free and there's absolutely no obligation. It's up to you. Thank you for your time and please stay well and have a great day. Joyce S. I had a wet dream. Does this count as a relapse? It reeks in here. What did you do? I fucking blew. I ate some dairy. All right. Sorry. Uh-oh. I didn't mean anything up there. After that nice, I came home from work and I like just put Holy down a shit. nice solid log, right? A smooth, clean, like one wipe, you know, really easy. And then I ate dinner and had some hot cocoa. 
And now I'm dropping mushy soup in the toilet. It's like corn, but not. <laughs> I want to know why it comes out whole again after you've chewed it. I know. My dad invented the corn diet. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad really needs his like own uh, lifestyle brand. He really does, because he invented the corn diet. Does it work? I don't know. He's never tried it. He just invented it. That's amazing. You swallow a can (laughs) of corn. (laughs) Don't chew it. Just fill your stomach up with corn before you eat because you're going to feel full. But you don't digest corn. Not really, no. No, it's all cellulose. That's the corn diet. Oh, my God. And then you have machine gun poops because that's going to be a lot of corn (laughs) coming out. Yeah, I I assume that that's what the Braiders song Cannonball is about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get up some cheeses. Do you really want to do this? Yeah, let's let's find the fuckability of some cheeses. So we're I mean, we're talking from the penis having standpoint. Feel free as the vagina havers to to uh, you know. No, I'm definitely going to comment with um, my guess of what a penis haver would would feel. I just want a list of cheese, man. List of cheese. I want to know what cheese is the most gratifying of all. How about a nice brie? Isn't that nice and soft? It is. It's a little too soft. A little too soft. Frozen cheese, cream cheese. Too soft. Like, how mozzarella do you think if you have a deck what kind of mozzarella fresh mozzarella right like you're talking like a, bl- a brick of mozzarella a fresh mozzarella hey this is the first cheese on my list of cheeses that i just pulled up on the internet fresh mozzarella is very fuckable i would think that goat cheese would have some you know moisturizing effects i mean it would but like how are we fucking the cheese here <laughs> like are we using it like a fleshlight <laughs> Or is it like <laughs> mountable? Is it like a you a are penetrating the cheese with your penis? Yeah. And I'm imagining what it would be like for you to penetrate the cheese with your penis. What about a porta wine? A porta wine cheese log. Oh that's good because that's got you know, it's got a pretty standard texture, but there's some differences and a difference in acidity. Like you're going to get a little burn from the port wine, the purple <laughs> parts, and that's going to get you going. But they also usually are covered in nuts. I feel like it's not fuckable. I feel like it's more like a lube. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> a lube for what? Like, I'm imagining Fupa trying to fuck with that, and it's more <laughs> like he's jerking off with... The port wine cheese is loop. The porta wine cheese log is the pre-com of all cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> How fuckable is Munster cheese? Munster, mm. I feel, or um, a Gouda, kind of soft, oh, yeah. yet well, firm. Hold on. What about Limburger, which is wicked stinky? What temperature are these cheeses? Room temperature? Room temperature. Room temperature. You're temperature. fucking them. Okay. You're not in the refrigerator fucking them. Monster, you can get... Monster can I'm be... I'm voting Gouda. It's firm yet soft. Moldable. I think Gouda might be your... A nice smoked Gouda. It's a tough but tender lover. The Gouda would have to be warm. It would have to be a little warm. You know what? I also want to know 
if the Swiss cheese masturbator has a turtleneck because he's got <laughs> fungus up there and, uh, and I'm concerned for self. <laughs> I'm still concerned about the Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese is a hard cheese. Yeah. There's not a lot of give. <laughs> And the holes are not that big. Look, you make your own holes. <laughs> maybe he thrives off of the chase. Maybe. Maybe it was the, the holes were the, the deal maker. It's the thrill of the chase. Yeah. It had holes. In different area holes. Uh, well, what about provolone? Do you think provolone's fuckable? I think it is. I think so. It's, again, another soft cheese. I mean, I'm not talking a piece of provolone. That's just you, like, wrapping it around your dick. I mean, the big tube of provolone. Are you going to fuck it? I think the Velveeta singles would probably be the most fuckable. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Velveeta may be American. Guys, I'm going <laughs> to go with provolone. It's a soft, fuckable cheese. So you could make your own hole. But it can reciprocate. It's got that rounded edge to it. You could also use it to penetrate yourself. And it's great in the sandwich. And that'll wrap it up for this week. If you'd like to send us some dick pics, our email is legsandeggspodcast at gmail.com. You can see us on Twitter at legsandeggspod. And you can check out our merch store. It's linked in our show description. Once again, I'm Fupa Jones. On behalf of everyone here at the Legs and Eggs podcast, we'd like to thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.